Coming to you live from the Mistopheles Studios in Stark Bridge Radio. I try to move, but my body won't work. I try to talk, but I lose all words. All that ever slips from my face. Our teeth and dreams I can't take. Hey guys, Will Martinez here with another episode of Dark Fringe Radio, your number one spot for the conspiracy theory, paranormal, and true crime. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the most legendary sports curses of all time. And uh, of course, I have my co-host here with me tonight, Jay Galosi. Jay, how are you? I am fan-freaking-tastic, sir. How are you doing? Very good, very good. Just off the eve of our last podcast that we did, State of America, which I thought was a great conversation that we had with our guest herb white wanted to thank him again for coming on the podcast last week and uh, uh giving his knowledge as to uh what's uh, going on in america and I, I definitely implore you guys to go ahead and check that out of course you can check that out on our website if you haven't been there in a while darkfringeradio.com make sure you go ahead and check that out by the way jay there's a lot of good content on there every day i'm posting stuff on there crazy ass stories uh i think you even saw the you even commented on the last one that we uh, i put up which was a bunch of kids. I, I think it was in uh, Columbia. They all started uh, puking after playing with the Ouija board. <laughs> so uh, again, well, what's, 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 what's your, you what's your, what's your famous you? line, Jay? What's your famous line? Play stupid games. What? Uh, I yeah. play stupid games, win stupid prizes, sir. There you go. That's why I said it's yeah. your line. Yeah. Listen, that's yeah. exactly what happened. Those kids bit off a little bit more than they could chew over there, messing around with that Ouija board, man. I'm telling you, you don't man. fuck with that, man. Don't, you don't fuck mess with that. that. Yeah, people, We've... listen to me. Whether you believe in it or you don't, don't fuck with the Ouija board. Listen, what was it you ever heard of a fucking story where somebody messed with the Ouija board? Oh, something great, like miraculously happened, like something so wonderful. Not never zero. Shit never happens, bro. Always something bad. So yeah, Goose just, egg. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a for sure uh bad thing not you know not to make mess with. So yeah, anyway, so yeah, go check out our website, darkfringeradio.com. And of course, you can check us out on all our social media, uh, Facebook and um Twitter and uh, Instagram at Dark Fringe Radio. So make sure to check that out. And of course, please, please, please go to our YouTube and uh go ahead and subscribe to our channel. And like all of our episodes, they're all there on a daily. So make sure, please keep going and checking. And uh, we're putting videos there on a daily basis. So go ahead and check out Dark Fringe Radio on YouTube and subscribe. We really appreciate it. So uh, tonight, Jay, I have a little bit of Dark Fringe news. You ready for some Dark Fringe news? Always. All right, brother. All right. Well, tonight, let's see. I was able to conjure. I know. I know. Look at that. Look, Jay's getting all. Little brood of Mars. Yeah, look at this guy. Uh, member Berry. <laughs> member Berry. Great, great, great strain, by the way. But anyways, uh, long story short, a couple stories for Dark Fringe News. First one, Jay, is actually a little bit of a, a touchback to something we were talking about last week. And uh, that's your uh, good old pal and everyone's favorite uncle, Herschel Walker. <laughs> Why has it got to be my pal? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why? Why are you throwing that kind of shade? At hey, me, bro? I, I don't know, man. I was just I, I was just fishing to see what was happening. But listen, so your boy, Herschel Walker, he again. got caught up in another. <laughs> again, he was okay. caught in uh, saying a bunch of crazy shit in his last political uh, uh, rant that he had. And in his last rambling speech, he says that he wants to be a werewolf, not a vampire. Check this out. This is, I'm not even joking. And the Republican Senate candidate uh, of Georgia rehashes a plot of a late night movie and considers the merits of both creatures. So, Jay, uh, <laughs> we're going to do something here. And um, I am going to play a quick clip. How's that sound? Sounds like you're going to play a quick clip. There we go. I want you to hear this, Jay. This is uh, everybody's friend, Mr. Herschel Walker. The other night I was watching this movie. I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night. But it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires are cool people, or they not. But I'm telling you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that. So I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. You gotta have faith in this country. You gotta have faith in this in the elected official. And right now that's the reason I'm here. 
because God has brought his warrior, and I'm that warrior that y'all been looking for for a long time. And I can promise you, as my offensive lineman told me, Herschel, follow me. I'll take you to the promised land. And I'm telling y'all right now, you vote for me, I'm going to help us all get to the promised land. God bless you guys. Thank you guys. Yeah. We should take a page out of Jimmy Johnson's book. Oh, what is that? What what is what what does he have to say? <laughs> uh Jimmy Johnson, uh, mm-hmm. when he took over as the head coach for the Dallas Cowboys, also known yeah. as Dem Boys. Dem Boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he traded Herschel Walker away. Uh, for a whole bunch of draft picks and basically built that 90s super team with Evan Smith and Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. All that basically came mm-hmm. from getting rid of Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. And he's a pretty smart guy. We should yeah. follow suit. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, again, he's talking about werewolves and vampires on the campaign trail, so it's very, very interesting to see this Sounds guy. Sounds like a fucking eight-year-old. It's amazing, like eight-year-old. Jay. Like for real, like I know guys that are anymore. more. I want to be a werewolf because werewolves can Bro, kill vampires. Bro, you should fucking run for Senate, the... Jay. You sound no. way more intelligent than fucking Herschel Walker. I that's Any... not saying much. But bro, still uh, though, like you're like, like way, way, you're like way, way above. Like it's like not even like not comparable. But anyways, like I said, <laughs> we don't want me. We don't want me bro. <laughs> I trust, listen, I trust you more than Dan Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker, yeah. talk about vampires and werewolves in the fucking Senate, bro. Get out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah, that's our good old friend Herschel Walker talking about werewolves and vampires. So I thought that was pretty funny on the campaign trail. Of course, he's uh, headed for a uh, runoff with uh, Raphael Warnock, and uh, that should be all taken care of after December 6th. So we'll see how all that works out. Uh, Jay, second story that I wanted to jump into here tonight. Oh, the headline itself is just uh, painstaking. But man gets uh, jump rope stuck in bladder after shoving it in his penis. I'm sorry. Uh, I caught the location and the problem. Yeah. Uh, the part that you seem to skip over was the the what? Yeah, the delivery area. Yeah. So a man uh, gets jump rope stuck in bladder after shoving it into his penis. Jump rope. The- Jump rope. Yeah, swear to God. Uh, let's let's dive into this and see what's going on here tonight. Uh, a 79-year-old Japanese man managed to get a 90-inch, goddamn Jay, 90-inch <laughs> jump rope stuck in his bladder after allegedly shoving the rope into his penis. You know what? Uh, I can't even judge. A man 79 is still at it. I mean, good I on him. I mean, geez. Uh, well, uh, doctors wrote in a September study published in the Urology Case Reports that the unidentified man inserted the rope through his urethra. However, the handleless, thank God, rope became tangled and stuck in the man's bladder. The man was forced to seek medical help and complaining that he was suffering from a condition called dysuria, uh, difficulty okay. with urination. Uh, of course, yeah, because if you have a jump rope in there, uh, I'm sure you can't pee. Uh, only for doctors to find the rope. No shit. Uh, medics unraveled the medical mystery by investigating the bladder where they found a large object accompanied by uh, acoustic shadows when they did, of course, the x-ray. Uh, it was then uh, when the man admitted what had happened, although he did not explain why he did it and was transferred to a hospital. An x-ray then revealed the object was a wire-like coiled foreign body. That's what they basically said it was at that time. They weren't sure what it was. Uh, according to the doctors, there was no way to remove the rope the way it went in. Whew. Could you imagine the going back out the same way? So uh, they had to perform a surgery on the patient the uh, transurethral extraction was difficult considering that the length of the rope and its entanglement in the bladder, said Professor Hikoshi uh, Kujiba, uh, co-author of the study. And traditionally, gasping forceps and uh, retrieval baskets are used to remove foreign bodies, continued, Kujima said. However, wires inserted into the bladder usually end up in the bladder contracts. Therefore, special considerations is uh, required for the wire-like foreign bodies. The medical term, uh, I'm sorry, the medical team had to retrieve the rope through an incision made in the man's abdomen uh, to remove the rope in full. Thankfully, the man recovered from the surgery and suffered no long-term injuries. That's fucking amazing. That's amazing that, first off, that the guy was able to do that, number one. Number two, that we live in a day and age in a medical world where this guy suffered no nothing 
Nothing. I mean, thirty uh, years I'm, ago, that would have been a death a, sentence. I work with I work with jump ropes. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> I couldn't imagine trying to put those in my mouth, much less in my dick hole, man. No. Yeah, it's I don't, difficult, bro. I, don't I mean, know. I don't judge. I don't judge what you're into. I don't. If that's if that's it's seventy nine years old again. Good on right. Him. On top of that, too, he's seventy nine. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. he was trying to make it more like a puppet show because it doesn't get up anymore. It's just gonna be like, Jay, Jay, really? Golly, kind of reminds me of a joke. Uh, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, the, this patient isn't the first to suffer a penis-related problems. Also, in September, a teen somehow managed. Check this one out, Jay. I think this is even more impressive. Also in September, a teen somehow managed to get a USB cable stuck in his penis, which was thankfully also uh, able to be extracted via surgery. Time out. Wow. Time out. Let's break up. Let's, let's take a second. Friends. Yeah. Let's take a friends, lot. Let's, let's dissect <laughs> all this. Okay. Let's <laughs> just do this for a minute. Uh, uh, play along. Yeah. Uh, let's go step by step. Like, uh, if I Trying to download something well, wait, through wait, his wait. penis. So uh, this is all in in Japan, you say? Well, no. This, uh, well, I don't know where that particular thing happened, but this is also Separate they do areas. a study. Yeah, this, it could be anywhere. I think they do a study uh, that's you know around the world, and this has happened to be one of them. And okay. this is also another one. <laughs> but still, let's break this down as different generations. Old yeah. man Willie, yeah, when shoving a jump rope up his, right. you know what's up. Right. Uh, young little Timmy wanted to charge some things up, so he used the USB cord. Gen Z. Uh, it just goes Gen to Z. show you, it's a totally different generation, man. <laughs> totally different generation. Totally well, different generation. Yeah. So I thought that was Love's a very uh, something, something. But I tell you what, that to me is so unbelievable because, again, like I said, it's so amazing that we are able to help somebody like this and uh, them not actually have any injuries or sustain any injuries afterwards. It's just amazing. But again, I think what a fucking crazy-ass story out of Japan, huh, Jay? I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, I've just, that to me, when I read this, Jay, I was like, this is not true. And then I kept reading more and more and more and more, and I was just like, this is fucking true. I was like, holy shit. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's what I had for tonight for Dark Fringe News, Jay. Uh, We're going to go ahead and move on to your next segment, which is What the F, Florida Man? What do you have for us this week, Jay, for... What that Florida man? Well, I I told you uh, right before we started that I was going to come at it from a slightly different angle, and I was also going to bring back a classic, an oldie but a goodie, a Uh-oh. dark fringe from the dark fringe, if you oh, will. Boy, let's hear this. So I'm going to intermingle my Florida man, okay, with a little throwback dick of the week. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And I'm going to intersect yeah. the topic and theme for the evening, which is sports curses. Yep. Yeah, let's hear it, so, Jay. my What the Florida Man, my Dick of the Week, it all comes down to the 1972 motherfucking Miami Dolphins. These, very these famous. are for you. <laughs> these are for you. Okay, I'm so fucking tired. Of the 1972 Dolphins, <laughs> there is nothing more Florida man than mm. having a bunch of 800-year-olds who mm-hmm. are all on their eighth artificial hips, popping the glasses of all the men a Chevette they can handle just because a team couldn't go undefeated, which, let's be fair and real, if that team played even the worst college team today, mm. they would get smoked. Mm. Let's be real. Quit standing on your laurels. It was something <laughs> that you did. It was awesome back in 1970 fucking two. Yeah. But half of that team is fucking gone, man. Let's yeah. let it die, guys. Stop being such assholes about this one thing you did. Okay, I get it. It's awesome. What's bringing Ooh, this up, Jay? What happened? Who, on. who said to see lately? <laughs> it's Somebody. every fucking year. Oh, Lord. Right, just Okay, just to be fair. And again, yeah. friends, uh, filler don't use the word hate very often in my <laughs> vernacular. Uh, there are a few things on this planet I will say I hate. Okay? Yeah, that's, Chevy that's Camaros. I hate yeah. Chevy Camaros. Yeah. Okay? The Dallas Cowboys, numero uno on my hate list. Right. But not far below them, also mm-hmm. in the NFL, would be the Miami motherfucking Dolphins. 
<laughs> I was raised in the house with a Miami Dolphin fucking fanatic who was mm-hmm. up fucking noxious. It's how mm-hmm. I became a Niners fan was watching them smoke the Dolphins in the 84 oh, yeah. uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Who's better, Joe Montana or Dan Marino? I'm sorry. What? Can you yeah. suck a dick? Thank you very much. So, <laughs> wow, we are throwing fucking shade tonight. Go ahead, Jay. I really don't like the Dolphins, man. I don't. Like I the see that. And yeah, I, I have found I have found most Dolphin fans to be just repugnant. <laughs> like they're all just assholes. Yeah, they're all yeah. just oh, we're the fucking Miami Dolphins. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? You guys have been a disaster for a long time. I'm an Irish fan, but I will tell you, we have had problems. We have been disastrous. Yeah, but, you've, but you guys we've had up and downs. Simple. Yeah, you've had ups and really high ups. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got yeah. fucked. Yeah, well, yeah. The other one yeah. we just got beat by Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> just Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but he's a beast, yeah. I digress. Yeah. So my what the Florida man, there's nothing more Florida man than a bunch of old <laughs> men sitting around <laughs> throwing piss on young people. Just How about those nice 72 Dolphins, Jay? How about the 72 Dolphins? Oh, Larry Zonka. I'll run through you. Larry yeah. Zonka was like Larry 62, Zonka. 190. <laughs> Their safeties yeah. are fucking 6'4", 220, and they will smoke fucking through you. Two I'm just, different times, yes. I course. get it. It yeah. was a great thing. And yeah. definitely something to be proud of. But can we stop popping champagne Yeah. every time the last team in the NFL fucking <laughs> loses? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Let it go, guys. Let, Let it go. It go. All right. Let it go. Like Very Elsa. Good. Let it go. All right. Let All right, Jay. Let it go. <laughs> so that's your what the F Florida man is. Every uh Florida Dolphin fan that lives here in Florida. Uh very good, Jay. There you go. All right. Well, Jay, thanks for that. Uh, what the F Florida man. Really appreciate it. Uh the uh I can tell the discontent that you have for those fans. I it, it comes through very strongly. So uh all right, Jay. Uh so let's uh take a quick break and then we're gonna jump into our main topic for tonight which is the most legendary sports curses of all time. It's a great subject, and we're going to get into it very deep tonight. So stick around, and we'll be right back. It's time to play a game. But first, enjoy this episode of Dark Fringe Radio. The event movie of the year everyone is talking about. You're just a virus. You're not real. I'm your mother, stupid. A group of people that think the whole world is trapped in a computer. We can't get out! Hurry! Stick your hard disk inside my drive! I can't! My hard disk crashed! Reboot it! The mainframe. What happens when five college students take LSD and discover the truth? Ah! Your face is a big pixel! And they have to make the decision of their lives. What's it gonna be? Yes or no? One or zero? The mainframe. It's real. The mainframe! Coming to theaters this Friday. Rated PS for Pretty Stupid. Frightened by football? Bored with basketball and baseball? Ready for some new action? Check out the sporting goods store for the 90s man. Hi, I'm Oscar Redondo, and I'm here at the Feel All Great Sports Store and Workout Center. We have the largest selection of alternative sports gear on the East Coast. Let's take a look. Skateboarding's out. Extreme inline skating is in. Yay! Just strap on your fruit boots and sashay through traffic in style. I'm walking on wheels and working my buns. Wow! Ooh, that's so hot. Who needs balls when you've got feathers? Bang your shuttlecock as hard as you can at our indoor badminton challenge arena. Hey, Jermaine, you're really sweating. Guess I know my shorts have gone see-through. Mmm, looking good, honey. I ought to put you on a plate and suck you up with a biscuit. Feel all great sports, because if you're hot and sweaty and ready for a communal shower, we want to know about it. Hey, this is M.R. Gorga, author of the best-selling book, Demons Among Us, Shocking Real-Life Stories from the Paranormal. You're listening to Dark Fringe Radio. All right, guys. uh, Thanks, and uh, welcome back to uh, Dark Fringe Radio. And tonight, we're going to be talking about a very cool subject, Jay, and we're going to be talking about the most uh, famous sports curses of all time. So um, I was uh, just thinking of, you know, new things, new topics to talk about. And this one just hit me like a fucking lightning rod, Jay, all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, yeah, the guys are going to love this. I was like, Jay especially. I know this is right up his alley, you know. And uh, so tonight we're going to be talking about 
uh, all these different sports curses. And it really goes across a lot of different sports. We're not just talking about baseball, football. We're talking about soccer, uh, you know, tennis, uh, golf. I mean, there's so many different uh, sports, uh, you know, that it actually covers. And there's you, anyone you look into, you'll find one. I don't give a shit if it's fucking cricket, you know what I mean? You'll find some kind of weird sports curse or some kind of weird thing that happened. But uh, tonight, I'm going to start off tonight, Jay, and we're going to start off with the Socceroos. And the Socceroos is the Australian soccer team. Um, The curse is the Socceroos and the witch doctor. And so this is what happened. Let me lay down a story for you. So November of 1969, the Socceroos traveled to Mozambique to play against Rhodesia which is now Zimbabwe, all right? And the uh, best of two series as a part of a qualification for the 1970 World Cup in Mexico. Uh, the Australians were hot favorites, of course, and the matches were expected to be uh, mere formality. You know, they, they everybody thought they were going to win anyway. Uh, but both games were draws. And so the third fixture was announced, and it was a huge game, of course, Jay. Uh, but it was at this point a local journalist gave the Australian team a little bit of a tip. And uh, basically with the... Uh, the journalist told them to do is that they should go see a witch doctor or a yunga, as they call it over there, to help them win the deciding game by cursing the Rhodesian team. All right. Sounds like a good idea. Cursing the Rhodesian team. I mean, yeah. look at that. Huh? That's fair play. <laughs> hey, listen, it's all funny. Hey, you got to do what you got to do as long as it's not cheating. Right. I guess. But uh, the reporter assured them that the practice was common in Mozambique and seeing that there was no harm in giving it a shot. A group of players went to go see one of these shamans. And so that night, the shaman went uh, to the pitch uh, where the game was to be played and buried some of the bones near the goalposts and placed a curse on the Rhodesian team. In the next match, Australia won three to one, and the Socceroos went to leave and uh, leave. And the the basically the witch doctor approached the players after the fact and told them that he wanted to be paid one thousand dollars for his services. Hey, you know, doesn't sound too bad. One grand. Uh, so, I mean, uh, hey, they won, how hard right? Can it be really? Yeah, listen. So the players were uh, either unwilling or unable to pay <laughs> the said witch, Dr. J, which led to the Unga reversing the curse and putting it on the Socceroos. Check that out. So Better the Godfather. Be Better be careful yeah. how you pronounce that. Obviously, yeah. You don't want to be fucking around with them people. You don't want to be messing around. And the Godfather of the Australian football, the late Johnny Warren, once said of the incident, from that moment, he put the curse on. Everything went wrong for the team. Uh, Warren, who was the captain of the team at the time, attributed much to the curse, including many of the gut-wrenching losses the Socceroos suffered in their quest to qualify for the World Cup, most notably the shock loss in Iran in Melbourne of 1997. So uh, the Socceroos did not qualify for the World Cup in Germany, but uh, it would be to their sole appearance in the great uh, football's greatest stage uh, for 32 years, Jay. Nothing, zero. Uh, in an interview with John Safran, uh, for his show, the John Safford versus God show, Warren said that the Australia played Iran and the MCG that night, which Australians will not forget that the Australian game, which we didn't win for some reason, uh, it was because they say of the witch doctor. So every time you see one of those things, you think, and you know, hey, could this be true? You know, you start thinking about it. And it's just I think sometimes, Jay, these things start taking on a life of their own, too, especially as more time goes by. You know what I mean? Yeah. More years well, go by. It's just like anything else, right? You, it has as much power as you allow it to have. So, you know, in this case, was there an actual curse? <laughs> I think there was a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, right? So, yeah. some of the, some of the stuff we're we're going to cover, you could make an argument. Curse is strong, mm-hmm. uh, but there is a pattern that you just can't get by, whether it's hubris or whether it's just a strange happenstance. I mean, that's some weird shit, bro. Yeah, very weird. So Saffron, um, he spoke to Warren and he was convinced that, you know, um, he was really like convinced that this was a real thing. Even all the players of the soccer team at this point, Jay, were like, that's all it takes. Were, it's all it takes. We got a good group of people. Yeah. You believe it, it's real. If it's you believe real. it, it's real. Yeah. So he said, listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get a shaman. We're going to go back to that location and we're going to see if we could reverse the curse. Okay, this is this is the plan. So basically, yeah, that's I mean, that's what they're going to do. I mean, who hasn't been there? 
Who hasn't been there? Listen, you got to dig up some old bones. You know, you got to call a shaman. It's every Saturday night, you know? We've all got a shaman. <laughs> where do you find that guy in the yellow book, Jay? You know, where do you find that guy? You find him on uh, Facebook you Marketplace? Fi- you, fi- you find that under <laughs> uh, healers, acupuncture, and more. And more. There you go. Yeah, and more. He's at the and more part. Get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, they went back. They uh, got a shaman. They reversed the hex. And literally uh, a year after Saffron died, they actually qualified for the World Cup, bro. <laughs> Can you believe that? Boy, that's a kick in the dick, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah. How about a nice big old fuck you? Yep, 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 yep. Oh, a year after he dies. 32 God, years. Sucks. Defeating Uruguay uh, in a penalty shootout at the Olympic Stadium in front of 82,000 people, Jay. So, yeah. You had the Socceroos and the Witch Doctor, and then going to Fair bite enough. him back in the ass for 32 years and then saying, okay, yeah, we, we were wrong. Yeah. Might be a uh, time to reverse the shit. And so that's what they did. So there you go, Jay. Uh, that's what I had for the start of tonight. What do you have for? I guess, I famous... guess that means there's hope. There's hope for Pete Rose yet then, huh? Oh, there is. I still have hope for him. That old bastard. <laughs> I love old Pete Rose. <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh yeah, he's a good guy, man. He's a good he guy. Doesn't. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I'd go that far. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, 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 guy, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, he's yeah. Rose. Yeah, I'm not giving any of my like finances or anything, but yeah, he's a good guy. No, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> no. He's not managing any teams. Okay, he's not doing that. No, 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 no. no. All right, Jay, what no, do you got right. then? Now? So I'm going to cover. Uh, eh, cover. Look at that. Oh, uh, hey. the Madden Curse. Uh, the curse of the Madden cover, if you will, uh, as it has come to be known. So, uh, and, and pause real quick, Jay, if you don't mind. Uh, what I love about this particular one is that we lived during this time, like we were around, like we we remember every one of these instances. It happened, like still happening. Yeah, it's still happening. That's the thing. Yeah, but go happening. ahead, Jay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Still happening. And I have to be honest, William. I think the original scope of the curse is a bit too focused. I think it's missing the forest for the trees, my guy. Oh, you let's think so? really let's really look at this, right? If you look at even just the last five covers, so here's here's the the curse for those of you who may not know, those of you who live in this time and are under a rock, because I don't think you have to be that big into esports to know about it. Maybe so people play video games, yeah. Maybe those kind of people. Maybe on the on the fringe for sure. So right. you have obviously John Madden, John Madden football, which has been it's the staple. I've had them all since the '84 Genesis one. Uh, I've collected them. I've got them all. It's one of my favorite franchises. Uh, and every every Madden, you got to get just to say you've got them all. It's just kind of yeah. how it works. But every year they have they put someone who was either standout or someone who had a great story or something from the year prior that was a standout for John Madden for the all Madden and it would get the Madden cover. Mm-hmm. Well, in 1999, they put Garriston Hurst uh, of my <laughs> San Francisco 49ers oh, on, yeah, uh, on the cover. And he is the one who actually got this whole thing started off by breaking his mother fucking ankle. Yep. I remember that. And being out the entire season. Mm. Broke his mother. He was supposed to have a, like one of his best seasons that season. That was supposed to be a season. He was and poised to be. He was. It was right where he was supposed to turn that corner and be that next big back, and it just. Right. I don't that, think he, he ever really recovered the after that. Right. Never the same. Never the same. Before yeah. that, he had a ninety-nine yard run. Goal line to goal line. Yeah, just crazy. crushing dudes. Crazy. Never the same. Oh. Never the same. Still one of my all-time favorite players. Yeah. Um, always focused on the injuries like Garrison Hurst breaking his ankle so if you read a lot about it it talks about it does seem like there's some years where there's a blip Mm -hmm. I've only found two blips okay if we go back just the last say five right okay all right 22 the most recent okay Brady and Mahomes okay okay so Brady had of course not a great year and a lot of shit happened with him literally he literally said I'm 45 years old and I have a lot of shit going on. Got divorced. And now it turns out divorced. his wife is banging the jujitsu guy, which yeah. let's be real. And you're letting your wife roll around the floor with a sweaty dude. I mean, I oh. he's a Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, come on. 
Things yeah, pop out. She's Giselle. I mean, come on. Things pop out. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm just saying. Things pop okay. out. <laughs> just, saying. just saying. So, obviously, uh, it has not worked out great for Tom Brady. Now, he hasn't had an no. injury, but he's also had one of his worst seasons statistically yep. uh, in a long time. And same mm-hmm. thing for, for Mahomes. Mahomes is actually just starting to come out of a funk. He's had a rough season, rough mm-hmm. couple seasons, actually since his last mm-hmm. uh, Madden cover. Uh, mm-hmm. But I digress. One before that, 21 was Lamar Jackson. He is a blip. Uh, right. He is one of the few blips. Now, you could say that that was one of his, his toughest seasons statistically, but he was still a young guy. I, I don't play so too green. Much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't play too much into the curse. He did end up playing uh, only 12, uh, 12 of the games because he was ha- he did have an illness and some injuries. So there was a little bit there. Okay. but So there was something there. There was something there. He didn't play so full season. His- so then the the I'm sorry he wasn't one of the two blips. He had the illness and the sickness. The two blips was Richard Sherman, and uh, if you uh, go back far enough, you get Ray Lewis. Okay, well he got caught with a gun in the club. Blips, yeah, but <laughs> whatever. It's Ray fucking Lewis. <laughs> His investigation for murder. <laughs> it's not like he shot himself in the foot. Oh God, Jesus! Yeah, that's a nice throwback. Burris. Uh, I know Plaxico. Jesus, Everybody. how stupid could you ever be? Yeah, or lack thereof. Anyway. Yeah, wow. So you have uh, Lamar Jackson who got ill and had the injury. Mm-hmm. Before that, you had Patrick Mahomes who who lost that season's Super Bowl yeah. um, because he was injured and his offensive line was just riddled with injuries. Rubbish. And he lost yeah. it to Tom Brady, which is how they yeah. got to, onto that cover. Um, got Lamar Jackson. Patrick Mahomes, Antonio Brown was before that. Oh, yeah. yeah same you see how that worked out. <laughs> literally took off his shirt and quit in the middle of a game. You don't see that. That never happens. That never happened. <laughs> never. never in the NFL. No. You'll see it in boxing and UFC. People yeah. want to the bell. They won't come out. You'll see right. it in tennis. You see it. You will see plenty of times where people just don't have it to compete and they give up. Never, it, never in NFL. Yeah. Not in the NFL. You do yeah. not quit in the NFL. That yep. just does not happen. Yeah. You might not play another down. You might just sit on the on the sideline, pout like a little bitch, mm-hmm. but take off your shirt and walk off. Holy shit, that guy is a bag of crazy. He is. A he bag really of crazy. is. I feel yeah. for him. He's obviously been through some shit. Right. But still, I believe that that leads into the Madden curse with it. Just out of nowhere, that shit happens. He went to from people. some. He went from. Crazy yeah, good, borderline, all-time he didn't, great. Dude. He didn't have any of this stuff like beforehand. This came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. You know? Just out of nowhere. So yeah. we go back one more. Again, he's been fucking around a little bit. Fuck around too much. Yeah. Play the games, win stupid mm-hmm. prizes. Okay? Yep. Right? We talked about it earlier. We talked about that earlier. The overview of the season after mm-hmm. that, the main headline. So pretty much what I did was I went to that season after, which was – right after the, uh, which when the Madden curse would have hit. Mm-hmm. And I just did an overview to see what the topic was. And then I kind of read, and usually I delved, I delved a little bit more in the stats. Yeah. Very opening line for this one. Okay. Tom Brady's decline. Mm. Most obvious. Mm. From superstar to super average. He wow. threw from, he went from 4,000, from over uh, 4,500 yards the season before with 46 touchdowns mm-hmm. to 2,812 touchdowns. So he That's went by a huge half. drop. Yeah, it's a like a 50, drop. 50% drop. So, again, not necessarily it was an injury, wasn't. But, but something. He was not the same. He right. wasn't the same. Right. Now, he Tom Brady did, so he came, kind of came back and, you know. Killed it, yeah. Tom Brady. I know. Year yeah, before that, was, uh, Rob Gronkowski, who admitted that uh, the season after was his hardest season to play, he about his averages, but it was miserable, and that was when he really started contemplating retirement. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. after his Madden, his Madden cover, so great crazy. season, and then his body was beaten, and he, the for him to just make the same numbers, and he was mm-hmm. actually it was a step behind. It wasn't it was a little bit less. He was about a, a couple percentage off. What year was that? Was he on the cover? Uh, so he was the cover of uh, seventeen. Seventeen, wasn't that when all that shit came season. out with fucking what's his name too? 
Aaron Hernandez? Oh. I think that was years before. Was that years before? I think that was a couple of seasons before that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It could be. It could be. I was like, I, don't I, wonder, think, I wonder if that correlated. I don't think Aaron Hernandez actually won a Super Bowl. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And that was right after they after, in 17. Or they did won he? Super Bowl. I, don't I don't know. Think he did. No, okay. I don't think so either. I don't yeah. think he did. I'm not, I, I'm not the biggest Patriots fan, friend. Me neither. No, no, no. But I did see that fucking documentary, which is fucking wow. That was crazy. But, anyways. So the next one after that is Odell Beckham. Okay. That had a major season end, ending Achilles mm-hmm. injury. He mm-hmm. hasn't been the same since. Right. He's had nothing but trouble. Now I know he had there was a little little bit of a blip uh this last season, but he's so, not been what he was. He was supposed to be the next Jerry Rice and nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. And then after and then you have Richard Sherman who uh <laughs> he was embroiled in a lot of a lot of controversy politically, but he brought that on himself and just opened his fucking mouth. Being stupid, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being Richard Sherman. I mean, listen, yeah. yeah. The yeah. guy has done a lot for the players' union. I have a lot of respect for him. Uh, for what he does for the players and the stands he takes, uh, I mm-hmm. you just kind of get tired of hearing his fucking mouth sometimes. Yeah, he's very loud, very boisterous. I get it. I get it. But and that's if you as I went down, I could literally list off every single. And if it wasn't the season where they had Barry Sanders or a season where they had John Madden, right. all those players either vanished into nothingness or had an injury. Every mm-hmm. single one, with the exception of. Um, And that's Ray Lewis and Richard Sherman. I mean, it's a cornerback and a linebacker. But anyway, right. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, Ray Lewis had some shit happen. So, uh, you know. No weapon against me shall prosper. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ray Lewis. Gotta love it, man. All right, Jay. Well, very good. That's an awesome. That one. was the season, William. That was the yeah, season. That was the, the season. The Niners should have won that fucking Super Bowl. I know. They should have won that fucking Super Bowl. I know. I know. I know. I'm okay with them losing the Chiefs. They should have won that fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> no weapon against me should proper. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. friends. Now, uh, listen. Cheers. Old, old wounds. <laughs> Yeah, it's hard. But uh, well, the next one I wanted to talk about here, Jay, is the uh, Billy Goat curse. And the uh, reason why I chose this one is because uh, I have a, a little bit of an affinity for the Chicago uh, area. And uh, of course, the Cubs uh, were uh, born the Chicago White Stockings in 1876, for those that don't know. And uh, the, you know, they the, kept it up to date and went from stockings to socks. Huh? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's crazy. You right? never see that. Never, never see that. that. Never, never see, see that. Never see that, Washington Commanders. Never see that. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Cubs had a very long history in the MLB. You know, they're one of the most uh, – one of the original teams, of course. And uh, October 6th is a very sad day in Cubs history. Uh, the Cubs entered a four uh, of the World Series leading to Detroit Tigers, two games to one, meaning uh, needing only one uh, game to win. Uh, the next four played by uh, at Wrigley Field, a local Greek by the name of William Billy Goat Sanius, wow. owner of the Billy Goat Tavern, and and a very avid Cubs fan, bought two tickets to the game, hoping that he could get in. Now, Jay, um, there was an issue here. Um, there was. Yeah. So the William, what why, happened? The reason why he bought two tickets is not because he brought his wife or he bought his son or his daughter. Um, he he brought his, his girlfriend, that sly motherfucker. No, not even, not no. even this guy. No, you would think. No, he uh, ended up uh, trying to bring his pet goat Murphy, and um, so they uh, go up and uh, they got two tickets. Wait, wait. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't let in Murphy. No, they didn't let in Murphy. They you know what? Murphy. They, they deserve every fucking thing they got. They deserve yeah. to lose to the Marlins. Okay, they deserve that <laughs> shit. Why are you being rude to Murphy? <laughs> That's Murphy's yeah. Law right there. Yeah. 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 And so, it's a goat. And it's a goat. So, yeah, you don't fuck with goats, brother. So that's, Murphy, Murphy's Law, the greatest of all time. Come on. Come on. That's exactly what they talk about when it comes to this curse, bro. And it, it, this curse lasted 71 years, by the way. 71 years, Jay. <laughs> this is one of the longest, like, living curses that, you know, that existed. But, uh, so, yeah, oh, long story. Jump rope was in that dude's bladder. Woo. Boy. Hey, listen, so they uh, don't let uh, Murphy in. Uh, so, of course, William uh, Sadis goes absolutely ape shit and says, hey, you know what? Fuck this. Cubs are never going to win another World Series ever again. Boom. And uh, that's where it all started. And it lasted. Right. Yeah, and it lasted for 71 years. 
Jay. 71 years, and they had so many opportunities, Jay, where they were ahead in the fucking, you know, finals. Something happened. Something happened, bro. It was like when the Marlins fucking, that whole situation, when they were atop well, of Marlins. I, yeah. I remember that clear as day because actually. Because we were rooting for actually, them. Well, I, of course. Yeah. My my boss for the place I've worked had said that if the Marlins went to the World Series, she would make sure that uh, my ex and I, my at time wife, and I, she would get us tickets to go see. So right. hell yeah, I was rooting for it, and and it was it was a really good game. I remember it very clearly. I remember yeah. watching it at my house in Pompano, and yeah. as soon as soon as that guy reached out, as soon as that Cubs fan reached out and, and grabbed, grabbed that, that ball. ball, I was like, Woo! motherfucker, it is over. It's that done. curse is real. It's you real. Got to see that shit happen. It was oh, yeah. real. Yeah, yeah, it really happened, and Listen. that guy really had to go into fucking hiding. That he did, and they had a chance in 2015, uh, the year right before they won finally. Uh, they had another chance in 2003, another chance in 1998, another chance in 1994, which we were just talking about, which was the famous um, uh, no, that was a 2003. Well, I can't remember yep. what 2000, it was 2003, year. 2003, exactly. So, yeah, and it goes back and back 1973, 1984, 1969. Jay, they had chances where they could have nice. won. Nothing, Jay. Zero. Nothing. Not until 2016, 71 years later, Jay, they finally break the curse with Joe Madden as the uh, the coach of the Cubs, uh, which was the old coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, which he did a fantastic job with that team, too, and uh, ended up doing a great job with the Cubs and finally winning a World Series, Jay. And, uh, breaking I think they the still lost. They Fucking still think they should. <laughs> well, they let Lucky them back P in. Lucky P didn't exist back then, man. Lucky well, P didn't exist. Right, right, exactly, exactly. I can see him right now. I'm calling Peter motherfuckers. Oh, Lord. yeah. They won't let my goat sit. I yeah. know. Right, exactly. Oh, you get somebody down yeah. there real quick. Like somebody like, one. oh, yeah, somebody will be Jesse there Jackson. fast. Jesse Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> let that go inside. <laughs> oh, it sounded like fucking Herschel Walker. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be a vampire. I want to be a werewolf. Hey, do you want to be a vampire? You don't want to be a vampire. You want to be a werewolf. He's shooting for God, Jesus Christ! I can't imagine. This, this is. It's not even real. It's not even real. It's like fake life. It, it, it is, unfortunately. Oh, Jay. All right. Well, uh, Jay, what's uh, the next one you have for tonight? Well, let's continue along with baseball, my friend. You brought Sounds up the good. illustrious Cubs. You were yep. talking one of the most storied franchises in all of any sport, much less baseball, which was America's pastime. And let's be real, friends. It was America's pastime. Yeah. So I'm going to keep on that. And I'm going to keep – I'm going to I'm, – I'm sorry, Wayne Mack. I'm going to go one step above you. Please go ahead. The curse Hit of the me great with Gambino. Your oh, shit. Yeah. Hey, you can't. It, he is yeah. the GOAT. When it comes to baseball, I know there are others who have beaten his record. I get it. But let's just. But nobody real. did it like him back then, bro. The swag, At, bro. The <laughs> first. Just didn't give a first fuck. Athlete, the first athlete I know I knew was yeah. Beirut, which is weird because mm -hmm. I was born in the fucking 80s. He long gone before I came around. Yeah, and he was playing but in the twenties. So influential, he was so huge. Mm -hmm. He left such indelible mark on that sport and what that sport has meant to this country that you can't uh, you can't deny it. You can't, you can't. It's hard to argue it. So mm -hmm. when you're talking about the curse of the great Bambino, what you're talking about is a switch. When you go the Red Sox, never the Red Stockings, always the Red Sox, mm -hmm. losers. Yeah, stockings. They went from being one of the most concrete franchises at the very beginning of Major League Baseball, including winning the very first World Series. In fact, they won the they right. won five of the first fifteen World Series. That's pretty good. Very good. Including the very first nineteen oh three, they were a great franchise, mm -hmm. and then they traded. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. Who the, the fuck Yankees. trades Babe Ruth? I know. They trade Babe Ruth. God damn, bro. 
it happens every the biggest Listen. blunders of all time and all of sports history i would say is that right there i mean it's hard that's it's gotta hard be to, it would you'd be hard to find another one right think you'd about really it like what's the better. what other blunders that has a team has done like that almost self-sabotagingly like that i mean think about it there's not that many uh, the dolphins chose dante culpepper over drew Brees. that's a good one that's 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 a pretty good but still that isn't add up to babe ruth getting fucking traded to the yankees you left the uh, fucking best player i mean I, it's close i was yeah. just i was i was it's close. throwing out ideas it's close. I, was it's there, close. I was just throwing out some uh yeah. you could that's tough one, man that's a tough one to like break bro one. that's a tough that's one to say that that'll overcome one. that there's that's not not easy to overcome yeah man tough. yeah that's tough, so, bro. So of course he Anyways, ends up going in the Yankees and fucking ends up going the Yankees. So feeling it. Little statistical breakdown for you. Red Sox for Babe Ruth. They won five of the first uh, fifteen World Series, including the first one in uh, 1903 with Babe Ruth. They won three championships: 1915, <laughs> 1915, wow. 1916, and 1918. Okay. After they went to three World Series. Mm-hmm. In eighty-six years, woo! That's and lost big run. That's a badass run of bad luck, bro. Seven games, <laughs> woo! All three, Damn. seven sweep me. Oh, my ass, four zero. Let me get that close three fucking times, Oof. and at the last second, something would happen. Oh, and get pulled away from them. God it took damn. them 86 years. That's a long time, Jay. 86 years, William, before yeah. they finally broke the curse in, uh, in 2004. And some of the Red Sox zealots, some of the Red Sox zealots suggested doing things like actually somebody uh, retrieved a piano that <laughs> Babe Ruth had tossed into a lake when he found out he got traded. Oh, Jesus. He tossed they a piano? Fished, he tossed a piano into a fucking Jay, lake. You know how fucking shot big a piano is? <laughs> He shot it with a gun and then oh. threw it in a fucking lake. Do you know how crazy that man was? That guy's how nuts, fucking man. awesome is that? That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love it. You don't get better. Than shoot this piano and I'm a third in the goddamn river. Trade, trade me to the fucking Yankees. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Wow. <laughs> His wife's. I don't know what's going on with baby. Shoot the fucking piano. <laughs> Oh, prostitute he bought that day. Oh, no, they had to use the old phones with the crank thing, right? Was that how it been like that? They did. They did. Like that? Operator, operator, operator. Can you get yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man. So that's a hell of a run, so, Jay. 86 years. It took him 86 years. And, and the craziest thing I saw was somebody actually, one of the fans actually had said that they, sh- they thought they should exhume. Uh, Baver's body, which is currently laid to rest in New York, uh, bring it back to Fenway and have everybody apologize to it publicly. Uh, that's how crazy people that's, get about it. It's hardcore, bro. Hardcore. It, it's now in reality, the trade with Beirut didn't happen till January of uh, 1920, and those Red Sox were already having problems before that, but yeah. Give it credence, mm-hmm. it becomes real. Yep. And I know, I remember watching all that, uh, watching it unfold, especially in 2004 when they finally won the whole thing. Right. And you did. It's real because you feel it. You feel so, it. Yeah, yeah. You feel it. Is especially it, is for, it, for that long. Think about it. It's just, and every year that goes by, every year that goes by, it just gets compounded and compounded and compounded. And then, you're up to 86 years. 86 You're like, years. holy shit, is this ever going to be broken? You there, like, are, there were fans. Yeah, dude, there were fans that went their entire lives. Yep, never winning, seeing anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it completely skipped a generation. Like, it just like, all right, yeah. 100 years, 80 years, let's just go. Yeah, we're going to skip that. We're not going to do anything. Fuck it. Any, yeah, anyway, that's rough. Well, Jay, that's a great one. Uh, the Curse of the Great Bambino. Uh, I wanted to uh, do one last one here, Jay, if you don't mind, uh, which is uh, the Curse of the Von Eric family. And um, 
you know, uh, professional wrestling has been something that's pretty uh, near and dear to my heart, of course. And uh, this particular story, I, I've known all my life uh, just because being a student of the game and uh, learning about a lot of the history and a lot of the people that, um, you know, sacrificed you know, their lives and the families and the people that actually ran these organizations and stuff like that. And uh, of course, if you don't know, um, the Von Erich family was headed by one of the biggest heels of the 1960s. His name was Fritz Von Erich. Uh, he would play like this German sympathizer in the 1960s, of course, which was huge. You know what I mean? It was <laughs> the Cold War. So what a perfect bad guy, you know, to have in wrestling is a, a German sympathizer, basically a Nazi on TV. Right. And yeah, so, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. And basically he's from Ohio. Duh. OK, and this guy. <laughs> yep. And so but uh, yeah, you know, all uh, his he had family of six children and unfortunately five out of the six children uh, died prematurely and um it's a very wild and crazy story here jay it all started with jack jr he was the youngest only at age six years old where he was drowned in a puddle after being electrocuted and so that was the very first uh victim unfortunately of the von eric curse and uh it would just not get better after this point on jay um the other five followed their father into pro wrestling um but the curse of course continued uh fritz was uh the third son, arguably the best wrestler in the family, David Von Erich, died in 1984 at the age of 25 of a suspected drug overdose. Mike Von Erich had uh, just joined the family business a year before David's passing, but in 1987, he committed suicide at the age of 23. Uh, the baby of the family, Chris Von Erich, never had the looks or the abilities of his brothers, Jay, uh, but it was he had a really hard, he was very driven and had a hard desire to succeed in the industry, whether it being a wrestler or maybe being a booker, uh, for those that don't know what a booker is, it's like the guy who kind of puts the matches together and organizes the whole event. Um, but uh, over time, he grew frustrated uh, over his inability to, you know, have any success in the business and uh, or even get anywhere near to the heights of success where his brothers were. And um, he was still heartbroken over his suicide of his brother, Mike. And he also committed suicide in 1991, just days before his second, uh, 22nd birthday. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the worst tragedy, of course, was, uh, which was um, Carrie. Uh, Carrie Von Erich, which was uh, the standout uh, wrestler of the family. He was like... He was the star. Yeah, he was the star of the family. Good looks, great body. Uh, you know what I mean? He had the whole package. Skilled. Great wrestler, skilled. Uh, but he too was, you know, uh, suffering from a lot of demons, Jay. Um, and it was 29 years ago that the Von Erich family witnessed its final tragedy. Carrie Von Erich, the one, the Von Erich, uh, to, uh, he was the only one that actually won the NWA World Heavyweight title. And he also had very high success in the WWE, which was the WWF at the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, sadly, Von Erich's uh, demons were coming to catch up to him. Jay, little by little, of course. And back in 1986, he was involved in a motorcycle accident that resulted uh, in a badly damaged leg. And um, the result was uh, amputation of his right foot. And he actually wrestled for a while, Jay, without a right foot. He actually had, um, because if you know wrestling boots, they cover your Mm -hmm. your foot all the way up to basically where your calf is, almost like to the bottom of your knee. So for him, he was able to have no foot and still be able to do some of the moves that which was even amazing in itself that he was able to do that at the time. Um, But, uh, you know, wrestling with a prosthetic limb, it just, you know, it just wore on him. And of course he wasn't the same. Um, His addiction to painkillers and alcohol just got worse and worse. And Von Erich left WWF at the time in 1992 and he returned to the Texas independency. So um, by then he was the shell of, you know, his former self, of course. Um, he, He just saw his career just going downward at the time. He was uh, on the verge and brink of divorce. Um, he had uh, was on the verge of also going to jail for a while. Uh, he had multiple, multiple, multiple DUIs uh, to the point where you know this last one was going to result in him having actually some prison time. And so, um, one morning, uh, February eighteenth, nineteen ninety three, Carrie Von Erich fired a forty four caliber bullet into his chest, and uh, the oh. brothers are survived by the only remaining brother, which is Kevin. <clears throat> Uh, who turned 65 this year. And uh, he's the only one that survived the whole thing. And he lives out of Hawaii. And uh, he actually has two sons right now, Jay, that are actually in the wrestling business now too, oddly enough. So uh, yeah, the uh, the family name yeah. continues 
in wrestling. But yeah, just a tor- just horrible story, you know, of all of this loss of this family and just one brother left at the end, you know, out of six. It's just amazing. It's just like how you know I was possible? um I listened to the uh, the Dan Levin talk show. I know I talk about I've talked about it a few times on here. Those of you who don't listen, it's uh, kind of a sports. Uh, it's like a National Lampoon sports show. They, you know, they, they, it's sports, but they kind of make right. fun of it, the whole, yeah. whole construct of it. Um, mm-hmm. Every now and then, Dan gets all serious. There's some kind of weird stuff in there. And <laughs> more often than not, I tend to whip by that. Yeah. But every Friday, he has on Jay Glazer. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know who Jay Glazer is, a big, big time uh, journalist down here. Mm-hmm. Well, not down here in Florida, but here in America. Mm-hmm. Covers all kinds of sports. It actually uh, trains with Randy Couture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's a tough dude. Um, he's become very open with his... Uh, he was Ariel Hawani before Ariel Hawani. People don't realize. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. He was, they actually asked him what his, what his favorite story that he broke was. And he was like, Spygate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so Jake Laser, uh, very open with the demons he wrestles with on a daily basis. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a, a new book out called Unbreakable. He's got a podcast out by the same name. Um, and he just had on Michael Phelps, who Michael Phelps apparently uh, has been uh, would in his worst moments um, would actually hit himself in the head with uh, golf cleats. Wow. Because the kind of things that he's dealing with. Jesus. Um, okay. But one of the things Jake Laser said today was when Michael Phelps told him about that and shared that vulnerability with him, um, it made him realize how just how much other people are dealing with and how it takes all of us to help kind of lighten the load. And when you're yeah. talking about brothers committing suicide, I mean, that that is not – that pain doesn't dissipate. It doesn't go away. Yeah. It yeah. – expounds it becomes more it multiplies and then it sits on those around you that pain doesn't go away it just it gets passed on to other people and uh, i can't say enough do you think you're if you're thinking about uh, ending your life you're thinking about uh not wanting to see tomorrow call someone find somebody talk to somebody anybody absolutely um tomorrow will always be a better day uh as long as you are there to to see it so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyway sorry that was a serious diatribe. Yeah, no, no, no. That's uh, that you're right on point with that, Jay. Because you know, it's just, uh, you know, especially in the '80s, you know what I mean. There was not a lot of things like you know people talking about self help and things like that. It was just like it was the '80s. You, you just didn't. fucking dealt with it, and that was it, yeah. right? Yeah, I, mean, I tell as, you, I tell you, man. As caveman as it sounds, it's that's exactly what it was, right? Yeah, it was exactly like that. I was like, oh, okay, well. There's no talking to somebody about it. I mean, I guess if you did have money, there was maybe people you could talk to. But for the most part, you know, the normies you didn't, you didn't like talk us. Out of pride. Yeah, exactly. Usually, like, yeah, you go tell somebody about your feelings because that wasn't manly enough. And, right, right. And uh, and I think that's the thing that that makes this whole Jay Glazer dynamic uh, really interesting. Again, the guy fights and trains and spars with Randy Couture, who is an Olympic wrestling champion and a UFC heavyweight champion, and and. and right one of the toughest SOBs ever walked the planet. And these guys will, they'll fight and they'll spar and they'll sit in the octagon and cry. And, uh, and that's, that's real strength being able to be that, that open with your emotions and, Mm -hmm. and comfortable enough in your own skin Mm -hmm. uh, to wear. And we all, we all have our our things that we're going on and we all try to hide it to a certain extent because I don't want to think anyone of us want to burden anybody with our own problems. But if it ever gets too much, if it ever gets too great, find someone Find a team. Everybody should have a little team of people that they can go to. Um, I got mine for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so do I. Absolutely. Get to them, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have this uh, undesiring urge to um, not be a vampire, but a werewolf. You know, <laughs> I, I always knew you weren't a team Jacob. 
or you were Team Jacob. I was Team I, Jacob. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't no, understand either. who was who. I didn't fucking yeah, yeah. give a shit. I just know Team Jacob is a reference to that stupid shit. That's, and that's the only reference I know. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. That, there you go. <laughs> but no, you're on point there, Jay. Absolutely. If, uh, you know, you do feel like that and uh, you should definitely seek help. Um, and there, there's a lot of fun. You want to be a werewolf, definitely seek help. I you should that. rather be a vampire. I do. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's uh, a lot of resources, thank God, nowadays uh, for you to you know reach out to and uh, seek. So please do. Um, yeah, that's a good uh, bow for tonight. How about Jack? I think so, my guy. I think Excellent. so. Absolutely. So listen, uh, the guys, thanks so much for joining us on another edition of Dark Fringe Radio. want to re- uh, remind you guys, check out all our stuff on our website, darkfringeradio.com. And of course, don't forget our social media at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dark Fringe Radio. And of course, please, please, please go to our YouTube and subscribe uh, to our channel. So we really do appreciate that. Again, I am Will Martinez, uh, your host for Dark Fringe Radio with my co-host Jay Galosi. Thank you so much, my brother. And we'll see you guys again next week.